because we're doing this over Zoom, what it does mean is that we're slightly less protected than we might have been. So it's very important that you respect the spirits and you respect each other. Okay. Oh, you got your sender hat on. Look at that. Yeah, baby. Right on, man. I'm wearing my sender hat. I do have my sender hat, your film, which I'm... I'm just, I believe, I feel something's in the air with Sender. I, I, I don't want to, you know. You got a good, you got a good feeling. I do. Huh? I okay. do. I'm dead inside now from this whole experience. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I feel things anymore, mm. but I'll take your, I'll take your feelings and uh, I hope they are, uh, you know, I hope they're valid. By the way, I'm Maddie Blake. That's Anthony Arkin. This is Rated P for Paranormal, the show in which we rate and review paranormal-themed film and television. Uh, tonight's film is host. We're going to get to that in just a few minutes. But, um, Tony, I've only seen it once, and it was at the premiere. It was at a, uh, a, a sci-fi fest, correct? Yes, it was. It was It was at a sci-fi festival in the Northeast. So... Like that's a thing. Like that's a thing. When you're in a movie and you go see it in a pre- so I didn't. I don't. I don't even count that as seeing it. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like people you know and they're sitting behind you and the and your co-producer and because it's kind of like business in a yes, way. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. And yeah. and you're seeing um, the images for the first time, and so you're taking. It's just it's an assault on your senses. And then it was my scene. When's that coming? And you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's it's nerve wracking. It, it is. It really is. So, I I don't particularly like going to those things when I'm in something. Even if it's just because I'm nervous, it's like you're nervous. It's fun to be invited, but and go. But there's also that it's a job. It's part of your job. It's not yes kicking back and watching a movie, right? And and then a movie is hard enough to watch in terms of you're you're taking in the narrative, you're taking in the visuals, and then sometimes you have to watch a movie again because you're so tied to plot, you don't really see the other things that are happening and. At a premiere like that, you know, you're my one of my best friends on planet Earth, and it's your film. Your wife's in it, and I'm in it, and friends of mine who are sitting to my left and right in the premiere are in it. Mm-hmm. Michael, it's, who co-wrote it, actually, I have a co-writer, the producer, also friend of yours, and like, yeah, it's Michael's incredible in the film, and he's sitting to my right or in front of me, I forget, and it's like, you know, I'm thinking about him and what's he thinking about his performance, and it's awesome, yeah. and you know, it's just, it's, it's just too much. So I, I almost feel like I haven't even seen it in a way. You know what I mean? So. I can't wait to see it again, but I'm going to wait. This is the whole point of this little rant that I didn't even expect to get into, um, is that I'm going to wait until you get a deal and I see it like everybody else and I pay for it. I'm going to pay for it and pay myself. <laughs> All right. I don't want it anybody to think that we won't supply you with a copy of the film. That's That wouldn't be cool. If you want to, If you wanted to pay for it, I can't stop you. Well, I get like five cents of that, so... I'm definitely going to pay for it. It it's looks like, good on on paper at the end of the year, so you might want it. I I do have the sender hat, and that's all I really care about. Um, I don't have one now. I need to get a new one. <laughs> we made those. Michael and I made these hats, and we did. It's okay. It's not a knit hat. It's a baseball hat. And oh, we it's stenciled badass. Something cool on it. I, I wore golfing today. Did you? Mm-hmm. What are your teammates? Do you have teammates in golfing? Teammates. Are there? Is there like a? T- <laughs> is there... that's the cutest thing you've ever said no, you could have teammates in a match play event absolutely no that's not out of bounds <laughs> okay um yeah. you absolutely could have uh, teammates okay so why were you laughing at me well because it's it's just it's not an expression used uh, really for golf like when i was it's golfing today i was super like... not cool to say it. that's why 
All right. You would be like, uh, uh, if you, if I was talking about your band, your heavy metal band, and I said, mm-hmm. did your uh, did your fellow playmates uh, and you have a good uh, show? You'd be like, what? <laughs> well, we have a lot to get to before we get to the movie. Uh, first of all, I posted a little video on our social media, and we are at Rated Paranormal. And um, I remembered it was kind of like my first rant I've done on the show, I think. You had a good one. I posted like a, a few seconds of it, and um, I want to dedicate that to Ashley H. Because I remembered that Ashley left us one of our early voicemails. And she, one of the things, she was a fan of my previous podcast. And she said, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, some more about the paranormal and learning about some films, and then hopefully hearing some Maddie rants because I used to do that on my other podcast all the time. I remember so them. I'd like and to dedicate I, that to Ashley. I'm I'm glad to see. You know, there's certain things that I like. I've you did Schwarzenegger on the show. <laughs> That's really I really appreciated that. <laughs> I hadn't heard that since like lunch in '08. <laughs> I think <laughs> at one of our New York City lunches. Yes. Yeah. Um. We also heard from some some fans, which we love to do. I'll, I'll read some of those based on on last week's show. Tony, you had mentioned the governor of Arizona in terms of the Phoenix Lights, and for those of our listeners oh, yeah, okay. who are more into film than they are paranormal, the Phoenix Lights are a very famous uh, UFO mass sighting. And Tony was talking about how the governor of the state came out with a man in an alien costume, kind of mocking it at a press conference and how upset people got. And then that governor later admitted he actually saw the Phoenix light. So it was very frustrating. And uh, Rick H fan of the show uh, wrote to us with a little more detail about that. He said the governor of Arizona during the Phoenix lights event was Fife Symington. Oh, I kind of remember that name. What a name Fife Symington. Uh, there was also speculation that he was in some legal trouble and was promised some favors if he downplayed the sighting, which resulted in the really lowbrow press conference. So thank you, Rick H. For, and that fits into your theory, Tony. You had implied that maybe he was uh, threatened or told, hey, listen. Maybe it he was. It seems like uh, an obvious bet. that he. It certainly seems a likely bet that he could have been pressured uh, into not doing into not disclosing what he saw. Yeah, especially when you find out after the fact that he actually had an experience. Like, why would he mock something that he actually went through, right? That's crazy. Why Why is somebody named Fife? <laughs> There's mysteries all around us, Maddie. This yeah. is why we do the show. That's exactly right. That's the real mystery. We heard from superfan Kerrig to uh, Tony vis-a-vis our review of The Changeling, the George C. Scott classic and and Kerrig had a lot to say about this and he loved he basically says he enjoyed watching the movie and listening to our thoughts he had some interesting points though tony he said when the when the house is first introduced to us the camera movement throughout the rooms was so well done as was the pov of the ghost camera work i made a note that you guys would talk about it didn't think maddie would go on his rant about it but glad that tony explains why it is actually so great uh Completely agree that the seance scene in that film is outstanding. The actress who mm-hmm. plays Mrs. Norman literally looks terrified on a couple of occasions, which adds to the authenticity of the scene. I felt, too, that the house is more of a character than just the ghost of the little boy, and maybe the plot's screenwriting could have been rushed to finish or whatever. And why does it burn down after the mystery is solved? I guess it truly <laughs> didn't want people. <laughs> That's a nice letter. That's great. Mm. I'm, I we we see eye to eye 
me and Kerrig, if that is the pronunciation. I didn't understand the fire either. I, I didn't have time to even bring it up. There were a few things that I didn't, I didn't even think to mention, but I, it seemed kind of fuzzy. Things got fuzzy at the end of the movie. Yeah. And it was like, well, just going to imitate Carrie. Yes. It's like, we need a big ending. What do we do? Burn the house down. It's, it's, it's the action movie equivalent of the car flipping over a jump and then exploding for no reason. Yes, like, exactly. Just because the car flipped, yeah. it didn't have to explode. Well, I don't. They always flip the same way. Yes. You know, they would just crash into something. Yes. They wouldn't. Um, yeah. um, I also want to take this opportunity to give Carrig, uh, Carrig Taylor, a very special thank you, Tony, because he's our first supporter who went through the. Okay. <laughs> now here, here's the thing. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. That's crazy. When, when we started this, when we. When we what started this, okay, the movie we're doing tonight is about a seance on basically a Zoom call. <laughs> oh, and the no. first freaking thing I was going to say was, <laughs> I'm down here alone in Maddie Road Studios. If, if it starts going weird, I'm done. I'm walking out of the studio. And my entire oh. microphone, this has never happened. I've been down in Mad Road in these studios for five years now, almost six. And this has never happened. My entire mic complex just fell. I just saw it. I'm I'm looking at this video feed of you, and and I saw the whole accident. That was crazy. This is literally wow. the movie reviewing. This is all that happens to people. They're on a <laughs> call. I'm freaking. I'm gonna. If one more thing happens, we're doing it tomorrow morning. I cannot. I can't. I'm already freaked out Dude. enough. Coffee chat seance movie. Holy crap! I chat show. Now I wish I had said it at the beginning. Damn it! That's how I was gonna lead. I had so many freaking emails to get to. I was gonna say if if. Let me just tell you this. If stuff starts going weird, I'm out. If I could only share with you how not afraid I am right now. Come on. Well, you're there with your wife. I'm down in my basement by myself. Where did your family go? I don't know. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, we have hit some kind of radio slash podcasting gold here. Oh I don't know God. what to say. If your cat starts me out, I'm done, too. This is we didn't know we were going to do a ghost hunting ep live episode here. I literally can't get it back on. Hold on. Do you need like an Allen wrench or <laughs> yeah. or something? I need a minute. Hold on. That scared the shit. I didn't touch it or anything. <laughs> no, you didn't do anything. Oh my god. It just fell over. Oh my god, dude. This is not off to a good start. Well, you took the Bruce Lee picture down. I did. That's probably Oh, it's probably Bruce. You shouldn't have done that. I know. Sorry, Bruce. He's right there though. He's to my left. What it was was I did a another like thing i was a keynote speaker on this like podcast thing and i just felt like you couldn't really when i i block him so much in the background that all like all you could see was a man's like sexy abs and it just looked okay. a little weird you know it was like a business mm. podcast thing i was part of sure and it's just like a dude's abs and i was just like eh, mm -hmm. it's a little weird so i'm with the I, best abs though oh my god that guy was ripped <laughs> Now it's just undone. Okay. So I'm going to have to, all right, I'm going to have to do this. <laughs> We're going to have to take, take two minutes. Hold on. Sorry. No worries. Now the whole thing's falling off. I think it's interesting that we're both wearing hoodies and, and uh, baseball hats today. And they're black, like the same exact, like trucker baseball hat style. Military baseball hat. Yep. Yep. Um, what do I do here? A hoodie with like pullover jersey, like hoodie. Yep. No, no zipper hoodie. Nope. We're becoming so the same person. <laughs> Yeah. 
but I don't know. You have some kind of writing on your shirt. It's it, it says like read redox. Red, yes, red, that's what it is. Redox. Reds, yes, the redox. Boston Redox. You nailed it. Let's just play the Benny Hill theme while I try to put my microphone back up here. Play the Benny Hill theme anytime I start talking about sports. <laughs> Your I love there's certain there's certain jokes I make about sports that that are actually not even funny to you, and that's what's <laughs> funny to me. Like I'll say something once in a while that'll actually kind of anno- upset you. Yes, yeah, and and then I actually like ev- like it even better. You'll that say I'm things doing like that. you know, you'll say things like, "Did you did you have a golf game?" <laughs> yeah it t- it does take the air out of it a little bit for you and i and i have to say i love that every time i see it happen. i know i know you know what i'm gonna have to do because this is so bad uh i'm gonna have to hold it because it's just it's gonna take so long to do it's just the whole the whole thing broke off so let me think of a way to do this oh all right if i just hold it like that we're good all right you sound great to be it's balancing though it's gonna fall again and scare me so uh, I want to thank uh, Kerrig Taylor, who, Tony, is our first supporter who went on to anchor.fm slash rated paranormal. And there's three buttons when you go onto our page. Uh, how to listen to us. The middle button is support. And then you can message us. And let us hear from you. Agree, disagree. But Kerry went on to that middle button, click support, and it gives you choices. You could do 99 cents a month. Um, and if, if you enjoy what we do, we would just be so appreciative when I think about something that we're doing as a, as a labor of love because we love doing it. And then a fan out there in pod world who we don't know um, just did that on his own accord to support something that we're doing. It means it literally, truly does mean the world to us. So thank you, Kerry. You're going to get free merch we're coming up with these awesome t-shirts and you're going to be the first to get and you're going to get a free one because you were our first to go through the anchor app and support us was that too long that's brilliant no that was great i was i i I didn't know whether to. i'm going to say thank you also and i didn't know if it was just be like overkill and weird if i was like thank you but you know what carrick thank you it is really really uh it's 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 really touching and, and moving that people like can can even think to do that kind of thing, especially these days with all the stuff that's going mm-hmm. on and how tough it is for, you know, people paying bills and stuff mm. to, um, to do that particularly now is really, uh, really cool. So it is appreciated. And, you know, not to belabor the point, but we truly do the, do this as a labor of love, but it does take a lot of work and it keeps us going, you know, it inspires us yeah, and, and it just makes us want to keep doing more. So, so thank you. Yep, man. That's great. Um, okay. So the movie tonight, uh, host is, is really, and and again, we're going to get into it in the second half, but, but it it centers around a seance. And so I just wanted to talk for a second about that process of seance, Tony. And I'm wondering if you've ever sat in on a seance, what your experience with seances are, if any, or what you know about them or think about them or or any thoughts you might have on that process. I I just from movies, man, I know about them from watching movies. I, I, never been into a seance i mm. i've never looked for one i've i never did the ouija board party in high school um and i didn't really do any parties in high school it was very unpopular and um and uh i can't say what i'd do if one showed up at a party like mm. if this were offered um that's a great I don't question know that I, 
now in your life, I'd... if someone brought out a Ouija board and said, hey, oh, she's a medium, we're going to do a seance, what would you do? It really depends on on how much I had to drink and, uh, and what was happening at the party, a lot, a lot of other things. I don't know. Honestly, don't know. I'm not, it's not a hard yes. I know that. Yeah. It's not like an immediate, uh, absolutely, sure, I'm up for anything. Yeah. Like It would really have to f- be an unusual offer for me to want to do it in a way that's not like I, there's no moral thing really it's just like i just i it innately feels like uh so you know it's like i don't know if i belong in the ocean like i'm i'm a land dweller when i go in there and it's really deep and the water's really dark you're kind of like i i'm not supposed to be here it's a great analogy yeah like messing with stuff you shouldn't be you know in a neighborhood that you maybe shouldn't be in just the block you shouldn't walk down. Yeah. And maybe maybe just not do it. I don't know. Agreed. Uh, Everything I've learned about this stuff over the years, I can tell you that the Ouija board seems to be a, you know, Zelig-like character that's, it's, and it's not just from The Exorcist. Um, in fact, I think The Exorcist probably got that from research they had done. Um, you know, the, the Ouija board or an invitation, an opening to the spirit world through something like that, through an object, tends to be the thing that causes problems spiritually. Like these things come flooding in. As soon as you open yourself up to it in any way, they come flooding in, in a lot of cases. Uh, I, uh, you know, I mean, I, I've heard this. I've certainly, I don't really know. That's not true. I, I actually, I, I, you know, uh, I don't want to speak at a turn. I, um, I believe uh, Amelia in, in high school had some creepy Ouija board experience. Oh, wow. Shouldn't tell that story because I don't remember the details. Sure. It's hers to tell. Maybe she comes on the show one time to talk about. I would like that. One of the paranormal movies she did and um, can tell us a story. We're going to do that. But um, I've, so I just heard people have had odd times. I don't know any extreme stories, um, but um, I've read them and I, I certainly, um, uh, I'm chicken. Yeah, can I say I I when I was a kid there was a thing going around. Um, it was I don't know if it was a Massachusetts thing or if, I, I'd imagine most of these things. In Spin the, the bottle was all over the place. <laughs> Eastern Seaboard. To your that's earlier, not a seance. That's different. That's not supposed to be scary. To your earlier point, I was never invited. To <laughs> Spin the bottle game. Trust me. <laughs> to, my, to my dismay, believe me. Um, there was a game, a seance going around that you do at sleepovers. And and I would imagine it's a nationwide thing because all these things in the seventies were, they were like, you know, a game of telephone. Everyone did it, but you would say stiff as a board, light as a feather. And the person would lay in the middle. And supposedly if you, it it always do it at sleepover. So I probably did it five or six or seven times. Right. And the person would lay and then everyone put two fingers under the person. And supposedly if you had done it right, you could lift the person up with two fingers. That was a thing, right? Okay. It, yes. it was a thing I remember, and it's in a couple of movies. Okay. It's actually in, God, what is it? The Gate. Huh. A crazy, wonderful, like, uh, poltergeist kind of Canadian version of poltergeist. Okay. Less money. Oh, so um, it wasn't just They do just that me. in that movie. Did you ever do no, any they, of those in was... Westchester growing up? Like any stiffest I didn't have any friends. I told you. I didn't go anywhere. But, um... But I, I'm sure that kind of stuff was going on all over the place. Yeah, I was part of a few of those, and it was mostly just giggles and laughs. As an adult, I mentioned on the podcast before, a friend of mine at a wedding, his wife uh, confessed that she felt like she had been almost assaulted, like held down in bed. 
and I was telling them about the incubus and succubus, like that's a thing, you know, and sleep paralysis. And mm-hmm. they had had all kinds of issues in this house. So we had decided that night at the wedding, me and my buddies, we're going to rescue you. And so someone had a basically, uh, right. you know, uh, exorcism for dummies book. And we lit candles and we went up in that loft and weird, weird stuff happened, man. I knew this was a bad idea. I was oh my God. one and done. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be running down the street like immediately. <laughs> um, we would love to hear your seance stories if you have any. Uh, if you've seen hosts, we want to hear from you also, which we're about to get into now. Now again, well, I will say, question. Yes. I'm sorry, no. question, stupid question, Please. but like you said, seance. I mean, is it is a is playing with the Ouija board technically considered a seance? That's a great question. Um, so the Ouija board is a tool by which you can summon spirits i think it would be considered a way to do a seance okay mm-hmm. does that make sense so the seance being okay. the being the broader term for being the the, the uh, being the idea of a group of people connecting with correct. the spirit world correct so i would say and the then ouija the ouija board's the tool you're yes, using to is, get there. is okay. a tool you can use but there are other ones so let's see the definition the official definition of seance according to uh oxford a meeting at which people attempt to make contact with the dead, especially through agency of a medium. Yeah, so I would say a Ouija board would just fit as a tool to do a seance. Well, we're going to look into a modern-day seance. And uh, if one more thing goes wrong technically, this episode's going to end before it began. I'll finish the show. You can just let it roll. You can leave, and I'll keep going. I'm I'm just not afraid. I don't feel like... I don't feel like this movie is anything to be scared of. I don't. Oh, then this is going to get good. I'm going to end up playing spin the bottle by myself. (laughs) Metaphorically. You are listening to the only podcast of its kind hosted by two industry professionals. (laughs) Host, actor, investigator, Maddie Blake. I was slaying is what I was doing. Actor, director, filmmaker, Anthony Arkin. I'm just saying things to get health insurance. Two friends with a love and passion for film and the paranormal. I'm going to kill all of you. Thoughtful analysis. It's not, it's just, ugh. Insider knowledge and intelligent conversation. More cocaine on set is what I'm saying. Find us on social media at Rated Paranormal. Come on, kill me. Do it, I'm here. (laughs) To leave us a message, visit our homepage, anchor.fm slash Rated Paranormal. Simply click message and let your voice be heard and click support to donate. I hope you're tortured about it and that it bothers you. Share the podcast and help grow the P4P community. Who the hell is that? Shut the door! Baited P for Paranormal, the best and worst of paranormal pop culture. (laughs) Six friends hire a medium to hold a seance via Zoom during the corona pandemic lockdown, but they get far more than they bargain for as things quickly go wrong. 2020s host available on amc plus prime video channels and elsewhere tony um a modern day look at a old process the seance what did you think um a couple of good jump scares i wanted to i I wanted to just you know throw up my hands about a half hour in and just and just kind of and kind of check out really yeah, I I didn't oh my I God. didn't I you know I I there's things I appreciated. Okay, um, let's do what we've been doing. Let's talk about what worked, and then we'll eviscerate. Okay, I mean, 
I didn't have a, a horrible reaction to it. Like I didn't have one of those like, oh, give me a f- break or, you know, this is offensive or whatever. I just, um, you know, look, we talked a lot about screenplay problems. And I, I think here again, we have an example of one of the more threadbare narrative scripts I've I've seen in a while. And then also relying on some talented actors who don't particularly do improv, who aren't set up to do it comfortably. Let's put it that way. And uh, I found it um, relied at the end, uh, in the end, relied on a ghost movie, a, a kind of a newer ghost movie trope that personally makes me crazy. Like things I've heard make you crazy. Like I just don't want to see ghosts lifting people up and throwing them around anymore. That's just not enough for me. I want it to stop. Anyway, you liked it. You had a great time. Let me set it up before I talk about it. So basically these girls get together and one male friend, uh, their names are, I, I don't, I'm not sure if I got them all, but Haley, I think uh, Salen is the medium they hire. Yeah. They hire this medium called Salen. Teddy's their guy friend. Gemma, Emma, which is a little confusing, Caroline, and Redina. Um, and they get right. on a Zoom call. And and Alan, who has got a small part, who is the a boyfriend of one of these girls who Correct. leaves, we think leaves the place. Correct. Yes, he's in the background. So Haley's kind of the lead, and she has hired Salen, a medium, and she says, hey, girls, this will be fun. We're in a pandemic lockdown. All we can do is Zoom, so let's do a Zoom seance. So the girls get drinks, and um, they have a seance. And, of course, you know how it goes. They actually do summon a spirit. And uh, that's basically kind of all you need, really. Um, we won't do spoiler alerts as best we can because it is a 2020 movie and it's streaming. Um, so I want people to be able to see this and be scared at the right points. Yeah, know? right, right. You're absolutely right. Um, but I got to tell you, Tony, I freaking was shocked at how much I liked this movie. I okay. was ready. I mean, my old man cynic hat was on. I've seen these before. Oh, God, they're trying to do Zoom movies now. I was not into the <laughs> idea. I've actually seen some scenes. There was a teen one going around. I guess it was only a year or so ago. Uh, mm-hmm. un- uh, it was a bunch of teens. and Unfriended? Yes, yes. And I, I, I didn't see the whole thing, and I just hated it. I hated the vibe. I just... Ugh, ugh, I hate the whole okay. genre. So I, I, I was trying my best not to have my old man hat on. And so I said, be open. But I was very not looking forward to watching this, actually, as as a fan. But as a mm-hmm. podcaster, I was looking forward to it. And I just thought, um, I thought a lot more work than didn't. And I think we're going to share some of the things that didn't work because I agree some of the effects were unnecessary or just tried and and and, and old. But man, like the things that I get mad at in these situations, he did a really good job on this film. I think, you know, we keep talking about character development and the first 15 minutes of this movie, I feel like he got it right. Like finally a group of friends who I believed were friends, who I believed were on a zoom call, who I believed were people were humans. And I liked them and I actually liked them. And I even kind of liked the annoying ones that were supposed to be annoying or doubting. And, and I was like, this guy's doing it right. Like I, I I'm into these people. There was a, 
there was effort put into this. There was there was work put into this. I didn't get the sense that these people don't know each other and this is just a he's taking the medium of Zoom and just making a movie. Like he I feel like this was rehearsed and these people believed where they were and that's actually validated. Have to be super careful of a spoiler here, but it's validated at the very very end with a kind of cool little ending wrinkle that kind of proves that they did some work on this. You make me want to go back and see it. Really? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I have to say up front that we agree on some of these things, and this is not a hard pass for me at all. I, I think it 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 won over uh, some of the harder things I thought it wasn't going to do. It did. It won me over on some things that, like you, I was surprised that for me that first twenty minutes of hanging out with these women, it it actually was my favorite part of the movie. Like I, that's the part that I thought really worked well. They had a great rapport. It felt natural. I believe totally. they were friends. They were funny without being comedians. Yes. No one wrote you know? comedy dialogue. I don't think, I think right. it all came from natural um, moments. There's all these little details about the lighting yeah. candles and the having drinks and the, she shows her the, dad. The goofy guy, the you know, the the kind of one dude at the party who doesn't stay terribly long and then may or may not re-enter, not to give anything away. Yes, yes. yes. You know, you think he's going to be kind of pushing it too much as the funny one. Yes. But he doesn't. He's believably funny. And that when his jokes aren't funny, everybody knows it. And it kind of, it's, it's kind of believable. I liked um, the woman who played the medium. I thought she was a good actor and... You know, the only place where it started, where it started to fall apart for me was that I didn't, I knew that unless I was, unless I'm missing really, really esoteric things about this narrative that I I don't think I am, I I knew that we were going to slide into kind of a, a certain type of horror movie that for me isn't my bag. And I know you're going to say like, but Blair Witch. And I'm going to say, but no, because the thing I think that I, I, I walk away from the Blair Witch most with is the sense that there was a, a mythology that was deeper than the banal story of a bunch of kids, like young people that go to shoot this movie right, in the woods. Right. And it starts with these documentary pieces, these some of them fake interviews with people that have seemed very real kind of black and white. Like if you ever heard of the Blair witch and stuff. Yes. And so it sets up this mood and this tone that there's an, a larger story being told and you don't ever really know what that is, but you know, it's there. So it's kind of great right. kind of lurking in the background of the story. Right. And I didn't feel that this gave me that mythology. It didn't give me anything to, to root my, you know, my fears in other than, I'm afraid of what's going to happen to me tonight, which is that's the kind of horror movie I don't respond to much anymore. And that without giving too much away is it's, it worked less on a psychological level to me than on a, on on an effective jump scare level. And I don't, I want to be careful because that is a legitimate kind of movie. Sure. That I, like you said, there's a lot of examples of this and it stands above a lot of them in terms of how carefully it's made. It's well edited really well edited yeah. and, and well thought out. Yeah. Um, just wanted, I, I just wanted to connect to, for instance, why Haley, the lead kind of, yeah, yeah. why she wants to have the seance. Yep. 
I don't need it explained to me, but I didn't feel like there was even any mystery backstory that we don't know. I feel like well, it was left to her to kind of make up some actor story about it. And it didn't feel like they were given any, um, any more intricate reasons. Maybe I, I missed out on them. I just couldn't figure out why they were even at the seance. I agree with that. It doesn't come cl- as, as much as, as dripping in Blair Witch as this film is, it doesn't come close to it in terms of you're right. A mythology, building a world, even, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but there are clues like uh, that lead. Haley does have a little experience before this all starts, which I think I think our director would tell us uh, that's why, you know, and again, I don't want to give anything away, but she before that meeting starts, she has a little thing happening in her apartment. So and then she already knows this psychic. So she's clearly mm-hmm. invested. We don't know why. But we know that there's been activity already. Um, so she's right off the bat, Haley, that lead, she's she's not joking about this. She, she And let me just talk one more thing about what works or a couple more things. It's the performance of these actors. I, I was blown away by person to person in those screens and those Zoom calls. There isn't one, I don't think, weak performance. I mean, I watched them. I rewound some stuff. Their facial expressions, their horror, their crying they're laughing they're they're joking about it they're trying to dismiss things their little mannerisms from getting the drinks to lighting the candles to everything there's a bathroom break at one point i mean it's all so well done from from the actors um that i think it made up for a lot of sins for me as we get into that third act and people start flying around it's a better group of actors than you're expecting in a a, a team one of these Ouija board yes movies yes you know um, it's surprisingly, uh, they're, 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 they all seem really trained. Yes. A lot of them are, are, are British yep. and they seem like they may be like trained British actors. There's one American actor in it who I know did train in, in, in Britain. So they're like real, they're real actors. They're, they're taking it seriously. And that is totally appreciated. Again, that's my favorite. That's my favorite part of it. Um, I, I don't know. I, I now you're making me feel like I missed this because I mean, the setup, if you're telling me that there was a setup here, well, uh, not as much as Blair Witch, it's pretty you know, subtle. There's there's yeah, it's very subtle. And just right. her facial expressions when everyone else is joking, she says like three times, like respect the process, please. Can we respect the process? So she's clearly going through something. And that might be enough, you know, that that might that might have been enough for me. Oh, I really don't want to do it. It'll be fine. The woman is a friend of mine, so she's done it a bunch of times for me. She'll kind of guide everybody through it. You kind of just have to follow her instructions. Just please, she is a friend of mine. Not that I don't think you would, but please take it seriously, though, and be respectful. Uh, Um, Speaking of seriously, and not to undermine everything you've just said, but can we do a uh, cheeky little shot every time she says Astro Play? (laughs) Yes! What what should we toast to? A a happy, happy seance? I felt like it's funny you mentioned Blair Witch, and again, you can't watch this movie. I mean, there's literally a, a three or four just direct nods to Blair Witch that um, this director was clearly going for. Um, you know, there's a there's a scene of a girl underneath a blanket, which oh, yeah. which is the iconic Blair Witch scene. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a. <laughs> it's, I hope it's at, a one, nod. at one point. There's like a four up of like these four women, then there's snot coming out of every nose in close up. <laughs> yeah, I, it's like it's like yeah. If Blair it, Witch if, times if, times ten. I'm gonna call it a nod. It could have been a direct rip off, and he didn't mean <laughs> to do it. But I don't know. But um, 
No, uh, I felt like I actually wrote this down and I really hope that this ages well. Because again, I don't like these <laughs> zoom the gimmick the gimmick yes. the gimmick movie of the yeah. yes of yeah. of the time you know but but this stands I think from what I've seen head and shoulders above I literally wrote this feels like when I watch Blair Witch this is this could be the Blair Witch of Zoom horror is what I wrote <laughs> you know this could be okay. the Blair Witch of Zoom horror it's the best of yeah. these and it's also exciting to me because here's why it's exciting it made mistakes. And I, I'm going to agree with, as we get into what didn't work, I know I'm going to agree with mm-hmm. you about some of these things. Some things he did, I'm like, oh, you didn't have to do that twice. You know, uh, I'm mm-hmm. going to agree with you. But what was thrilling about it was that someone made one of these and I bought in. I bought in because of the the craft of the actors and the way he did okay. it. And I was scared at different times. I go, okay, so someone can make one of these that I want to see. So it's like, the, I, I feel you. like it could be the beginning of something cool. I totally got you. And I and I actually really agree with that. <clears throat> and I think that in that regard, it, it the movie succeeds uh, really well at making a case for this could work. Mm. And I mm. don't, for me, this, this whole thing doesn't work, but it proves that it could. Like if certain things were addressed, I guess what, I guess what bugged me was that the thing that, the thing that is free, the thing that doesn't, isn't cost isn't the price of a camera mm. is it is just another draft of a script yeah just another pass yeah and i i, I don't know for in this one where it's i think primarily because it's just character like just people's faces and close-ups of people talking and then screaming i really needed more density to the to mm. the script because it was it was they were offering it. The actors were ready to give that yeah. to me because they were really good, yeah. but there's no subtext to the script. There's no basement. There's nothing, nothing underneath them for, for me. So they, and there may have been as actors, I'm sure, for instance, like the woman playing Haley had a backstory, right? A reason why, yeah. but it's not in the script no. and it's not something that I feel. I feel like it was, it looked like people were like, you actors figured out that's cute. You can figure out what's the backstory. We're interested in like slam band, you know, spooky, jumpy stuff, which I thought was a shame because what they did best was the setup. Yeah. Yeah. To it, yeah. You know, and, and, but only in that I didn't really know. And for, I guess it didn't bother you that there was no reason ever given for this seance or group of people to get together. Like what was, what was the, what was the lure? I mean, well, it, it didn't only because like I said, they indicate that there was at least a reason for it. I don't need to know the reason. What I needed to see is this, if he's choosing, we're only showing you this zoom. See, here's the thing. He made a conscious decision. This, this director, like it or not, you're seeing this zoom meeting as a zoom meeting. And that is it. And, and so even like the end credits are the closing of the zoom meeting. Do you know what I mean? So I know, I know. <laughs> but I, <laughs> but it's like that's an arbitrary decision that's like saying like you know you know it it, it it's got to be one shot it's like well it's not it's 20 shots stitched together I see roger deakins right. i'm sorry right. you're really good but stop telling me it's one shot right it, it's it's not i mean that that this part of it has been done you can write this with a basement you can write this with subtext you can write mm-hmm. the script and it only gets better if you if you don't hide behind the fact that it's like no, but this is just what they do in the thing for two for an hour, and it's like, 
does that mean it's that's the movie you should make? I don't know. I don't. That doesn't necessarily equate. So I, I feel like uh, I'm going to stick by the fact that I think if I'm not saying I wanted it spelled out. No, but I didn't feel that the actors even agreed on. Huh? I mean, look, if your friend comes to you, as happens in this movie yeah. and says, hey, let's get together with a bunch of our friends from VO days. We haven't seen each other in a while. And just so you know, I've been into some really, really different weird stuff. And I want to get together and do a seance with all of you. Here's what happens. Everybody talks about it behind her back, behind your back. Mm. And we all go, what, what's up with the seance? What is, what is Maddie into now? Why is he, Mm. why would he get us together for this? We've never done this because we don't, they don't take it seriously. None of them really do. So, well, they haven't been primed. And then I start thinking about like, what's the motivation for her to do it? And I don't mind that it's subtextual. I re- I really don't. But I just didn't think. I think they left it all up to the actors to figure out. They, they some of them do take it seriously. So the Caroline is scared from the from Jump Street. She the actress who plays Caroline. And by the way, I, I noticed in the credits. I think all of them are named by their names, which is kind of neat. Like the actors. That is true. Yeah. Okay. They're all named their names. So yeah. Caroline, the actor and the character, um, is scared from Jump Street. Um, Radina seems to be kind of the cynic. She's got the boyfriend in the background. She's more worried about him at first, and she's kind of in the middle. Um, Teddy's just joke, comic relief. So I think there is, I think they all did decide, like, I'm coming at it from this way. And then I think, you know, they're in, don't forget, too, they're in, this is in the height of the pandemic when this is made. So they literally haven't seen each other other than Zoom. So to have that conversation you're talking about, they would literally have to individually Zoom each other, which I think the movie portrays it as like, well, great. We all have this time. We're going to get together. Oh, cool. Haley's going to do a seance. This is fun. And, and, and even within that, a couple of them are like, Oh, I'm not sure about this. And I think they play that. I do. I, I, I give them a pass on that. I, I liked, I felt like they were all properly motivated. They had made decisions. Okay. <laughs> I love that you. All right, so I am. I'm totally. I'm such the old man on the show today. You are no. like 30 years my junior. No, no, because I like, hate okay, the same okay, things you hate. But okay, I just boomer. Here's what this could be. Here's what this could be. Um, this could be one of those deals where I am way overestimating this film because my expectations were so low. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, well, this could yeah. be like. When you're expecting, let me use a sports analogy, Tony, because it's what you understand best. <laughs> when you're expecting yeah. to get blown out and you're a team and you're expecting to get blown up by 50 and you lose by 10, it's still a loss and you're almost celebrating like you won something because gotcha. like, holy crap. Okay. So I, I may a culpa. I could be way too energized about this film and, and I might listen back to this episode in a year and cringe like, oh, another Zoom film. Okay. I don't know. Here, here's my, here's my, I guess what, what would be then in, in essence, my only complaint is that it's good enough that I think I had the reverse thing happen to me. Uh. It proved itself to be good enough to actually go, oh, you can do this. Then I was like, well, what else you got? And that was what they had. Okay. They had a perfectly good, you know, running horror machine. Fair. You know? It it's it's a new current thing, which is a handicap kind of for me, because I don't I get like you, I'm I've I don't go to those films where it's like, oh, it's like it's the cell phones evil yeah. and you know uh, haunted elevators when they were new. Like, I, who cares? Um, but um, but 
I, you know, I, I think they made the case for that. And I thought, wow, that was impressive. Like yes. you really impressed me with that. What else you got? And what they had was what other people had done after that. I didn't yes. feel there was a lot of originality in the in, in it. No, other other than other than making this Zoom call, uh, an engaging editorial experience. They edited the film very very well. I think they did a great job at that. Which I which I I was really surprised at personally because I'm very picky about that. You know, I, yes. I edit stuff. I had I just had a bad feeling because also I I I'm on Zoom a lot. Like right. I teach I on zoom and it's it's it is a thing we it's tiring it's yeah. like zoom fatigue and so the idea of like spending money to go see a thing that looked like that was also like oh my god i can't another zoom yeah. and then it kind of won me over so then i went what do you got what do you got and then what they had was a pretty effective version of everything i've seen mm. before mm. after that mm. for me which I, I guess I shouldn't I shouldn't really complain about it, it it it's you know they 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 did a good job with that stuff but maybe it was like I liked the first part so much that I instead of being nice and kind and being like well I got more than I thought I was gonna get I was like I got so much where's the rest of it mm. and I got I got I I was uh I was kind of an ass. No, let's face it. Because I, I, I was disappointed, and again, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, here's another thing that worked for me. I wrote this. I'm just this is the last thing, and we'll get into what didn't work. Because I think that could be a. <laughs> I wrote teens versus adults, and I think what worked in this for me is these other incarnations of this movie were teens, or they were adults acting like children, like teens, like annoying okay. children, almost like that Bigfoot movie we saw that found footage, Bigfoot mm -hmm. film, those were all in their twenties or thirties, I guess late twenties. And, yeah. and they acted like they were 13 and I wanted them all to die. As we said, um, yes, these were adult women with adult problems and adult life and adult performances and adult concerns. And I think that made a huge difference. I think it was a great decision uh, not to go, Hey, it's a zoom meeting. So it's high school kids and they're going to get hunted by the ghost of Mr. McCann. You know, like this was an yeah, adult yeah. movie. And, and I love that about it. Um, and the other thing I liked was some of the demises that people met besides there was one or two, there's a, there's, there's too many of some stuff. And again, we'll get into that, but there's <laughs> too many of some stuff. <laughs> I'm trying so hard <laughs> not to do spoilers. Um, but, but like one character in particular I don't know. I, I imagine they had to use CGI. Uh, this is the character. Yes. But I thought that was so good. So well executed. I, I rewound it twice and was like, holy crap, that was well done. I'd never that seen a, that done like that. That was a really disturbing right? uh, uh, kill. That was a yes. bad, bad scene. Executed, I mean, in a good way. Right. It was, it was nasty. And executed really well. And I was also, I just want to ask you directly, like, were you not scared um, at all? Like when, you know, some of the walking down the hallways and looking around corners, no. nothing? Um, that no. shocks me. No, oh, I, I don't get scared. I don't. I, it's not, there has to be something conceptually frightening for me right. to get scared. Like, in, uh, in uh, like hereditary or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I mean, it's like for me to get unnerved in something takes, takes some, some psychological bent stuff happening. That's very okay. deep and weird. And, 
And that's what scares me. I don't get scared by monsters jumping or ghosts or, or, or jump scares. Actually jump scares for me are just the cheapest form of horror and they're, they're good. And every horror movie could use a few, but they are relied on too much yeah. for me. Uh, I, and I, and I, I don't, I like, but then here, here's my point. Yeah. I will eat them up. Yeah. If I've also got that deep unease from like this psychological quality about the movie. Yes. Um, and uh, so that's what I, that's, you know, I also see a lot of horror movies, so I don't get, yeah. I don't really, that's fair. I wish I got scared. I mean, that's what I, that's what we look for. They did very. You know, I wish I get. I wish that I go to these movies and got that thrill uh, more because I. I. That's why I go. But I. I did. I think that the the whole demon poltergeist thing gets me. Um. So again, mm. that's my own personal thing. Like you have your own personal things. Um. And and I think the way they did it, they did they they he was restrained on the handheld. I was ready for a bunch of handheld shaky camera runs. He restrains himself on that. There are a few, definitely, but it's not dominated by it. Um, and when the people do move their cameras, their cameras, their computers, it's very well done. It's totally you can tell it's planned, even though it looks rough at times. Uh, yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It's 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 restrained in that way. And that I gave it big bonus points for that, too. Like, all right, I'm not getting dizzy. I know what I know what's going on. I can see what's going on. And that's huge in a movie like this. And while they're doing that, I think they also should should be given credit for keeping everything pretty believable in terms of where people are, who could have, you know, who's carrying their cameras in certain ways like they 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 there aren't there there didn't seem to be a lot of uh, cheats or mm. or or things that right. um didn't match right. or you know there were seemed to track it pretty well right and I'm gonna give him credit for this too like that scene with the blanket uh, that is total Blair Witch there's an actress uh, it's, it's the Gemma no it's the Emma character Emma ends up under a blanket no spoiler you know very Blair Witchy like the famous iconic scene when she's talking God please help me I'm so scared scene. Mm-hmm. Um, he shoots that. Well, she's shooting ostensibly, but the director shoots that. And at one point, the blanket folds in a certain way. And it, it literally, you just see her eye. And, and mm-hmm. it's going down like a hallway of the blanket. I thought, mm-hmm. that is so great. That What a great yeah. shot. What a, what a unique way to show that. You know, I, I just thought it was kind of cool. So, uh, yeah. And, and the, again, that's that's the stuff that's working in the movie that I was really surprised that the technical team had um, like real interest in storytelling and they, they were really trying to be innovative as they, as much as they could within that restriction. And that's, that's always fun to watch. People have restrictions. How do we make something interesting out of a, out of a zoom call? Right. And right. how do we make it cinematic? Right. Well, it's, you know, I mean, one of the things that they do that really works is as you know, like, Depend if you're on a Zoom call, sometimes the speaker will just be the only person you see. Yes. And it'll just be a close up of yes. that person. Or you could go to grid view and see everybody. Yes. Or see a two panel. There's just different ways that you can see yes. it. So kind of like in a way like a, a version of De Palma's, you know, like multicam, like split screen <laughs> right. stuff. Like carry stuff. They're showing you that. And then they're also really editing the movie by who gets pinned, who gets their close up pinned huh. in the you know, in a, in a wide, like big close up, gotcha. And that was smart. Like a very good editor was thinking about, you know, when are we in a wide of this person and when are we seeing everybody and who are we seeing? Whose reactions are we seeing at a given time? You know, obviously all of that was on the table. Like anybody could be seen at any time. 
pretty much because it's like you've got all these feeds, these five video feeds. So they really handled that really well. You know, I, again, I guess that's what the thing was for me that 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 I just like all this was was cooking, all this was right. And then I didn't get that that thing that I'd hate to go back to the Blair Witch again, but there's so many similarities. It's like the, the thing that made me leave the Blair Witch going, oh, you got to see mm. this was that sense of utter dread mm. that came from like a connection to the fear of the story somehow. Like it connected to my fear of 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 being in the woods and this uh this i didn't it wasn't personal to me i never got engaged in this seance i never felt like i had any stake in it uh so i didn't get scared you know i i mentioned it in the same breath as the blair witch but i i in no way equate my level of fear this movie with that movie it's not even close like okay. that movie still to this day stays with me i mean that that scene that last Five minutes just is, is is it ruined me? <laughs> you know this oh, movie man. didn't it's, come. It's, it's yeah, yeah, this didn't come close to that. Um, but I think it came close enough. Well, we'll see if if I we'll see. I don't know now. How did you watch? How did you watch the movie? I'm curious. Oh, oh my! So I, it's funny. Alone. It worked out perfectly because of my schedule. I had to watch the first half of the day, which is the part that we're talking about with the girls and the kind of setup, and then the scary stuff I watched tonight here at night alone and maybe that mm -hmm. had a lot to do with it but again i wanted more of that so i, I think we could transition to what didn't work now because um can i say one yeah, last please. thing that worked because i actually oh, saving my, yeah. fa one, my oh, favorite yeah. thing and again it's something that they didn't they just didn't they didn't see what they had it's like they didn't quite realize that this could have been a special movie mm. and they they settled for it being like that's a good fun date move like party horror movie movie to me but there was one idea in it. Like when I talk about conceptually horrifying, what, what I did find conceptually really scary in this, but they didn't totally make good on it was how they used the digital animations that were built into the program to start messing with people's heads. I thought that was great. Um, I don't know how to explain it without giving things away, but suffice it to say that in the Zoom landscape, while you're having these meetings, for instance, you could have another generate another character who walks around behind you while you are having a conversation. Your, and it's just a video of a person yeah, walking your around. Your wallpaper, basically. Right. Backdrop. Um, there are, you know, floating characters that could appear like cartoon characters or things that could pop up. Um, and there are facial masks that, that you can get, like digital... You know, uh, one girl, for instance, just has a tick where she likes to have like a reptilian mm -hmm. digital mm -hmm. mask on and she knows it's not giving anything away. They use those little things really well. I'm so glad you said that. That's one of the points. Yes, they and you see them. What's brilliant about it, too, is as they're happening organically in their conversation, you know, like her faces, because that happens to all of us. If you do these calls, people have filters, they're called and, and, and yeah. they have funny backgrounds and they. And and you're saying to yourself, I know this is coming back. It's gonna scare the shit out of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they do yeah. it, and it works. Yeah. They do yeah. it, and they and it works. But for me, I found the idea of it, of 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 the idea that these entities could be using this technology in ways okay. that you're not even aware I'm of. With you. Yeah. And modifying you yeah. and having this, the these these callbacks to that getting deeper and weirder. Yeah. It, they didn't they stopped they didn't really they just kind they of go oh here's a cool yeah. idea and here's this cool idea yeah and 
I'd agree with that. My thing was like, there's so much talent in this room. I wish somebody had just, you know, really tied this up together. Cause then I think we would have had a movie that I was, I'd be sitting here going like, you got to see post. Like, believe me, I really want to be saying like, drop what you're doing, go see this movie. Right. You don't want to see, cause it's about a zoom call. And the last thing you want to do is zoom. Right. Right. Yeah. I agree. They left that on the table. They left the, they left the unknown disturbing potential of that entity. They stopped short of what that could be. I totally yeah, agree I mean, with that. again, don't need it described. No, but no. I feel like they stopped short of giving me the, the, imagination to think of what it could right. be. Right. More like more that. unknown the better, in fact, but they just could have yes. drawn it out more and given us more disturbing, unexplained imagery and things. And 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 yes, I completely agree. Um so yeah. I I mean and I have a theory, I guess you could kind of say that there is a war between two of these women and it's very subtle. Yes, that's and okay. it could be the thing that charges all of this. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to actually you know, I could see seeing it again just to try to track whether that mm-hmm. is the real thing behind mm-hmm. it. But it doesn't. You never go, oh, or oh, wow, I get it, or right. any of that. No. So, yeah, that is very true. There, I think if this movie has a deep theme that it's going for, um, or, and I agree, it might have lost its way with trying to pull off the scares and things like that. They got excited about what they could do technically, or on that side of things, I think there's a, this movie says a lot about, or it's trying to say something about, and I, and let me say this too. I, th- I think based on the coda ending, I think the w- female actress has had a lot of input on, on how this went. So I can say this confidently that I think this movie has something to say about how women interact with each other and, and, okay. and, and some of the things they do to each other, uh, both positively and negatively and the ramifications through the guise of a seance, um, you know, how those things can manifest themselves in, in a female relationship and go wrong. I don't know if it meant to be that deep, but I, I got, cause I agree. I, I'm, I was onto what you're, what you're insinuating there. I go, okay, these two, there's something here. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the one mm-hmm. girl lies and we won't say why, or we don't know there's why a, actually, but she, don't know why. she lies. Uh, and, um, throws a monkey in the wrench, which might have caused this bad energy. I think that's what's insinuated. I just have to stop. Did you say she throws a monkey in the wrench? What did I say? She throws a... I think you said she throws a monkey she in the wrench. She spins a bottle. And, <laughs> and I had to stop the show. And she kisses a and, monkey. And ask what was happening. <laughs> she, she throws in a monkey wrench. <laughs> <laughs> I, say she throws the I needed over. clarity this is what my complaint about the movie was i just need i need to believe in don't something. worry about it ghost faced ghost faced ghost faced <laughs> Gemma made him up if you made this person up you, you you basically created imagine like you created a mask so now anything can come through and wear that mask we, we don't know what it might be so i mean if we're lucky it's just it's just another spirit well, what, if, what if we're not lucky though? It, it could be something demonic. Look, I mean, basically, Gemma has sent out an invitation, an open invitation. We need to shut this down. So, right. you know, look, if you want to get a pizza and have some friends over and see this movie, it's a great idea. Do it. If you want to see this movie, I think the best way to do it is on your computer with headphones mm. because mm. you could really like alone mm. with that setup, like really get engrossed. In <laughs> yeah, because it, it looks the jump scares would work really well. Yeah. Um, 
So what do you hate, man? I, I well, you got some problems. Let's, I do. Let's start with jump scares. I wrote in my notes. I literally wrote. <laughs> I crossed it out. It's funny. I'm looking. I wrote a uh, good, not overdoing jump scares, and then literally in the last three minutes, there's like four of them. I'm like, damn it, damn it, right? And he was yeah, doing a good. This went crazy. Yeah, and like, oh, we didn't yeah. need that because then it, then it, then it trends into. There's a lot of great. I I overuse this phrase, but there's a lot of great practical. There's a lot of great real effects that re- require no CGI, and then someone somewhere came up with the CGI thing and they slapped it in like three times quick. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. so that was a big problem for me. There's, there's, it's funny because there's one, you described one um, uh, kill, yep. as they say in horror movies. That's not me talking. That's the horror language. Uh, one kill that's really, really well done, disturbing, effective, like haven't really seen it before. Um, and you don't really quite know how they do it. It's actually pretty, really, good. like, how do they do it, actually? Um, not blown away by the others. There's a couple that are not, that as kills just didn't work for me. Mm. And, and one where I'm like, I know it's locked down, but you guys got to, we got to get a makeup person on, on this scene. You got to just like, that's the, I'll say it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They, they, uh, yeah. So anyway, one of the meets of particularly bloody and, and, and you didn't buy the, the makeup. Uh, it's not, it's not very well. Okay. There. Okay. But, um, uh okay what are we talking about um well i mean i already kind of said some things i was thinking like i had you know the the, just the the narrative nothing nothing psychological that was really frightening nothing Mm -hmm. nothing um i guess my favorite quality in these movies and this isn't this isn't really anything about supernatural stuff so we should talk about the seance and whether that is believable to you but um I, I, I guess I got confused. Let me put it this way. I got confused what they were, what I was supposed to, what they wanted me to feel about the, 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 the seance about the um, occult lady. I, uh. I got confused about what they were trying to tell me about the relationship between these women. I, I know that they were trying to tell me something. I, I just don't know exactly what it was. And I'm pretty, you know, I see a lot of stuff. I'm pretty like fairly perceptive about yeah. like, I just don't, I feel like it was just kind of unclear. Yeah. Um, And I felt like the actors were then like trying to manifest some energy that they were, didn't quite totally understand themselves mm. in this, in this seance part as well. Mm. I didn't know if this woman was supposed to be a terrible uh, medium or a good one whose thing went out of control. I literally couldn't tell you. Do you know what, what, I mean, what were they trying to say that she was? I, I, I I think uh, they would say that she was, she was also a victim of the interference of this, this unexpectedly evil and powerful, powerful entity because her stuff broke down and she couldn't communicate with them. I, 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 I think she was pretty yeah. benign. I don't think he had wanted to say a lot about her. I think she was, I think she was very good as a medium and that I agree that actress is great. That's how mediums talk. I don't doubt yeah. that she maybe is one. I don't know. Well, I think we just, this is a big deal though. Think about this. Like if the big, okay. If they're getting it, this is what I'm saying. There's nothing, there's no basement here for me to be frightened of. It's all on the surface. It's all, it's all, there's a demon and it's a thing and it's, it's, it's going to get you. I don't, I'm not particularly scared of that. Mm. I'm scared of people, you know, mm. I'm scared of human beings I don't know. I'm and scared why of they, why, 
No, but my point is the demon's bad, but the worst thing is a person is going to take you to that demon and why. Hmm. And I didn't feel there was any of that. This was just like, hey, let's do this. Okay. Oh, you shouldn't have done that. Ah. And there, so it was, it lacked that depth of, wait, what? She knew this was going to go wrong. So she, what is she trying to, you know, why is she, why is she want to bring this thing to her friends? Mm. Well, she didn't, but she did anyway. So why, why, why is all I'm asking a why? You're okay. That's interesting. Yeah. You mean Haley, the lead. Why would she do this to her friends? Basically. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, it's like that's what i'm saying it's like there's no basement here yeah. it's like um and if it's just a bunch of random friends getting together on a random zoom call and this is just normal life and then they unleash a demon well that's not really very complicated storytelling no for me. i i think we can do i better. think i'm not defending it i think what he would say director again is is that we only see what they see in the zoom meeting again. And, and so um, for example, like there are scenes where I thought this was pretty slick too, actually uh, you know, the lead Haley is taking Polaroids of, of things. A lot of times we can't quite see it at first. The actor sees it and then they don't quite show it. And literally they shoot editing again. You'll see the actors lean into their, their their computer cameras trying to see it i'm like oh they're us right now like they're that was very good like i was leaning mm-hmm. on my couch to see what was in the polar and they're leaning in and so i think yeah. i think he wanted to like hey you only know what they know on this zoom meeting you and that's it and that's all you're gonna know i'm not defending that i'm just saying i think that's what he might say uh, i'm i'm agree i'm agreeing with you and that's not enough but i don't think but i think that's i not, agree I, I don't know i there think were quite, there, you could still have... I agree he really, yeah, you're right. I know what you mean. He, that feeling that he had a real potential to go r- with a really dark uh, storyline here, and it just it yeah. got to the edge of it. And then he and he sold out a little bit for this is another thing that didn't work for me is the very ending, like not the coda ending. I thought that was amazing, which I want to talk about. I love it oh, too. But and uh, but the actual ending and like settling for kind of a jump scare. That's it. This is going to end with a with a bang. And I just thought the yeah. movie was so much better than that leading up to that, besides the extra jump scares and stuff and 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 some of the yeah. flying around. I was like, there was so much there and he just sold out in the last few minutes. Just like not to keep going back to Blair Witch, but it's so similar. Yeah. So it, it, it's a reference point. Yes. You when I saw the Blair Witch, one of the things that I felt, I, I feel when I see it see the movie from time to time, that it's the it, their their lives falling apart in the woods there that them getting attacked by this outer force coincides with their breakdown as a group yeah both things are happening yeah. so i think that basement i'm talking about is the idea that what's happening to these humans in the human realm mirrors somehow and and it, and deepens the 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 supernatural experience and mm. and it gets reflected in what they do and they, and you end up kind of feeling like they have called this experience about because of their own something about mm-hmm. them made it happen. Yep. And these are just, I don't know, blameless people who do a thing and then like the worst thing in the happens, world happens. Right. And I'm like, okay, that doesn't scare me. That might right. be just what happens on that Zoom call. But I'm like, I gotcha. 
but then I could watch like then then watching YouTube videos of disaster of like crazy things should be the scariest thing for me in the world. And it's it's not. Yeah, I, th- I think. Yeah, I think that's hinted at that they've manifested some evil between them um, that might be lurking, but it's definitely not. It's not. Uh, it's 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 not mind at all. Not and really. I agree. No, no, I agree. I, I think that's a huge problem. I, I do. I do. Um, I do. But now, I, 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 again, I feel like this is too heavy for this movie, though. This is this is, you know, and at the end of the day, this is this is a fun date horror movie. You know, a movie that like get get spooked by in your house alone with the nut lights off. Like, that's what it's designed to do. It's not. It's not. It's not trying to be. I don't you know, know though, because like, it, it, I, I, that's maybe my disappointment in that second half is that it, it was so effective in so many ways. It's like he. I think he was trying to do some of the things we're talking about here, and then it just like, for whatever reason, because you know the other thing I admire about this movie well, is make tr- these days people get a for effort. Right? Well, that's what, well, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, like do uh, producer I used to work with say do what you can when you can with what you got. He'd always say that do what you can with what you got and when you can and and and. This clearly, I would imagine, he made us during the pandemic. Literally, he rehearsed it during the pandemic. Oh, I believe yeah. he did, so yeah. So kudos to him because he, you know, as we always say, he got it done. So, yeah, um, he was almost a victim of his own success in a lot of ways because there was so much potential there. It was so much better than I thought, and the performances were so good. And he does have some things to say about the the the, the shutdown, the lockdown. You know, the, in one of the key scenes, the girls go to hug and they elbow bump. You know, I was like, oh, that's a great little yeah. touch. That's yeah. a great little yeah. touch, yeah. but just not enough of it. We want more. Uh, if that's my only complaint is that like, Hey, great job. I, I, you know, embellish, make more. That's a, that's not really a criticism. That's just an, I guess that's a, 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 um, something I, I just noticed. Yeah. I, I wanted, I, I wanted to, to get thrilled by this. Yes. I, yeah. And I thought I was going to, and, um, and so I didn't. So what it's, you know, if you go in, if you go in thinking like, this is a, this is a, this is going to be like a spooky jump scare movie and I'm just going to like enjoy that. I think you're probably going to get a great experience. Do you wish you'd seen it in a theater? Like do you wish that do you want this experience in a movie theater? If there were movie That's theaters a great anymore. Question. Uh No, this might be a rare case where it is better at home. It is scarier at home or even on a laptop because you know, what's one of the things that's scary about this that's a little Hitchcockian about it is that is that the view you're seeing in the in the zoom view, I was constantly looking over all those actresses' shoulders. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And it's their yes. homes, it's their safe place. And you're just looking down that hallway, like, all right, when's this thing coming out? You know? And and I think so in that terms, I, I had no no, I, I I didn't wish I'd seen a theater. There are movies like Oh Hereditary. The mm-hmm. aforementioned hereditary that I damn well wish I saw in a theater. I, the Babadook yeah. I saw in a theater and was glad I did. So yeah. no, that that is not something I thought of. I think I, I think to your point, it's almost even better on a computer, maybe because yeah, I kind of think this, yeah. it would be the way to you're going to be it. watching it like they are. You're going to be immersed in that world. Yeah, yeah. I'm almost sorry. I just I saw it on like a flat screen. Right. I should have seen it on the computer in the first yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. And I don't mean that as a criticism because I, I I think that certain movies are built that way. Like it's great. It's actually great. Like reading a book almost. Yes. It's really intimate. You know. Right. Now I feel like I was a little too hard on it. No. But I don't. No. I, now I feel like I, want, I like to do much. <laughs> 
That's what we, we do. Are we're such so insecure. We are, such we are so no, insecure. We're such effective debaters. We we, we change each other. <laughs> such insecure debating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good sound at live sketch. The insecure debaters. No, you're right. No, you're right. So walking down the halls and all that is scary. And then the effects he uses uh, via the Zoom program are scary. But he bails on that for CGI jump scares or effect jump scares, basically. Right. right? Or and, or for and, elaborate stunt, like kind of I mean. uh, kills yes. and episodes that yeah. happen physically right. to people. So, so, so I was like, oh, I wanted, like you, more mythology, more the darkness, mysterious. We don't know what this thing is. Like Blair Witch, again, like that kid screaming in the corner of the, of, of oh the wall. God. You're going, what is this demon thing doing? How does it work? What is it? And that's the, what's so the baby crying in the, uh, the baby uh, crying in the woods is uh, one of the worst things uh, I've ever seen in a movie theater. Oh my God. It was so awfully scary. So like that, he could have used those. He could have taken the zoom effects and done yes. seven minutes of that. Like seven yes. minutes of different variations of that. Yes. He could. He didn't understand that he had gold, gold in his hands. Yes. There's a moment that I love, which kind of proves there's minds at work behind this movie. It's not a, it's, it's they're trying to do this, right? Um, One of the girls, I guess, arguably my, my favorite member of a very good company of actors, I think, for a movie like this, Emma Louise, who plays Emma in the movie. Um, That's the girl who ends up. Who's the one hiding under, under the, the bed sheets. in the, under she's the great. sheets. I think she's really she's great. great. Has to play sustained terror for a long time in the movie. Um, no more than someone else actually has to play almost the entire yeah. way through having a panic yes. attack, which is well done. Uh, Emma is the character who has a little like, um, like a lizard like a reptilian animated face that pops on as a joke once in a while and she like she'll she'll use it during during like just the party part of the movie and it's funny and and it it comes and goes a couple of times and then it flashes on at one of the most terrifying moments that she's having she's having a complete nervous breakdown this this thing uh, superimposes on her face quite suddenly and that kind of that kind of eeriness that. that disjointed yes. kind of ill feeling you got from that moment that's what i was hoping would happen more here more and more that. and 100 percent eerie possessed computer thing that was going off the idea that you don't know whether because that that's the kind of creepy idea that i'm talking about that'll keep me up at Nailed night it. like when okay so i'm on the zoom yep. call and i'm seeing this i don't know what reality I'm in yeah. now. So it then becomes this movie about like terror of your own reality yeah. or dislocation in yeah. time, or it just gives you these other kind of plays, these other yeah. horror chords that um, are to me just much scarier. I agree but, to, to your point. That movie could end with a zoom just ending and then being regular. And, and that's more disturbing than what he did. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what did we yeah. just go through? And what's what, the, what are the ramifications yeah. of it? Right? right. As opposed right. to like, all right, we got to end it with this super crazy jump scare. Anthony, we have a decision to make. Uh, are we going to give this a rated P for paranormal? Is it going on our shelf, on our paranormal shelf of great paranormal films, or are we going to leave it off? The host. This is a tough one because I feel like one of us is going to be humiliated in 10 years. Like if I... we differ, if we, it, whichever way we go, there's a possibility that one of us will be humiliated. And in ten years, they'll say this is the this is the movie of the of the decade. 
for her. I think I think it would be more likely to be me because because <laughs> it, it probably won't age as well as I felt like it. There's already been a bunch um, of these, so I just think. Okay, here's my thing. Okay. I, I, the movie's fine. I don't really, I don't feel great about putting it on the shelf because I don't feel like it really. Uh, I feel like it uses super uh, the, the paranormal exclusively as a ruse to get you into a bunch of jump scares. Um, and that's where I'm like, the mythology isn't deep enough. I don't understand anything more about seances after this or why they would do it or why, like I said, whether she's a, a good medium, a bad medium, I don't know. I, mean, I don't, I don't want to be told. I just want to watch the movie and know and f- like have that understanding at the end. And I, I don't. So does it, does it, I'm asking you, you're the like, you're the ghost hunter, Maddie. Does it does it honor this in a way that you feel is shelf worthy? It's it's we are in a pandemic, and this is hopefully never going to happen again. And it's by far the best of any of this crap that I've seen. And I feel like it might okay. be worthy, you know, uh, as a, as a time capsule, as an exercise in like this is this is a certain type of movie, is a Zoom movie, which is hard to pull off. And uh, yeah, some mistakes are made, some bad decisions are made. I am, I am absolutely, I am a supporter of, of young horror filmmakers. I know, I know you are. Of indie filmmakers of any kind. So I will put this on the shelf just because they, they made me believe in a concept I didn't Mm. think was possible for me to Mm. like and proved that I could like it. So, okay. All right. I feel like I owe you one now. Now I'm going to owe you one. Well, I didn't say it, but I'm glad people out there know that, you know, you've, that you've said it, that you feel that way. The shelf has got a little lip on it. It's got a rim on it. It's got a little extra. For shitty movies? Extra part. <laughs> no, just it expands at a different shelf. It's like if it's mirrored now. Oh. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, all right. It's going on with an, an arc and asterisk. Oh God! I'm such a pompous ass. What are you talking about? I would see now. I, here's here's what it comes down to too. If someone said to me like, "Have you seen any of these Zoom?" Uh, I would say, "Oh God, no, I have no." But you should see Host. I would. So if that's the bottom line, if that's the bottom line, I'd say it's not perfect, but see Host. You'll have a blast. I would have a different. I would just do a different line Which reading. Would but be? I would say the same thing. Um, have you seen Host? Uh, no. You could see Host. You, you check it out. You sound. Why are you? Why are you stabbing a doll of Maddie when you say that? <laughs> uh, we we have to do a good uh, stabbing a doll stabbing. Ooh, movie yeah, voodoo time. movie, a voodoo. Like a mm. All right, um, a classic. Well, know. that's a great segue to our next film that we're going to do next week, Tony. We're going to step into a genre of film within the paranormal genre that we haven't done, which is a documentary, Tony. Yeah, yeah. What are we going to watch next week? So we're going to be seeing um, uh, a documentary called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind from 2020, um, just last year, that we were talking about. Uh, this guy, Stephen M. Greer. Unacknowledged, right, was his other film. In a film called Unacknowledged, which we both saw. Yes. Um, so, so this is uh, this is kind of new, and I'm excited to see it. I love it. So this is available streaming. It is a straight-up documentary about UFO phenomena. I think it's going to be... The trailer looks really good, so check it out before uh, our next episode, and you can join in the conversation. And by the way, this was a divisive one. 
Um, as you heard, so if you disagree, agree, defend this film, tell me I'm crazy that host does not belong on our shelf. Please write us a review on Apple Podcasts. That is greatly appreciated. Thank you for the support. If you have a friend that you know would love what we do, likes to laugh, likes to talk about movies, likes to talk about spooky stuff occasionally, then share this podcast you, with them. You know you have an uncle or some strange relative who is gonna want to hear these stories. You know you do. Everybody does. Just do not get in a Zoom call with them with a medium for your own safety. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Rated P for Paranormal. Please rate, review, and share. It really does make a difference. For more information, to participate, and even donate, go to our main page, anchor.fm slash Rated Paranormal. On social media, we're at Rated Paranormal. All music is by Andrew Goldens Jr. You can find him on Instagram at Kid Riga or go to therocketscience.bandcamp.com. This podcast was created, written, produced, and edited by Maddie Blake and Anthony Arkin. Who went through the... Okay. <laughs> now, here, here's the thing. Oh, my God. That guy was ripped. <laughs>